Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, welcomes you to this edition of Shi'ar Jeshub. Today, Pastor Greg Scalzo will be continuing a sermon which focused on the gift of tongues and the history of languages in the Bible as part of his series on heavenly authority. And in discussing tongues in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, Pastor went to the book of Isaiah chapter 28, the source of the scripture and the amazing prophecy which Paul quotes. When we left off, Pastor Greg was in verse 10. This sounds like a very childish teaching, do to do, do to do, rule on rule, rule on rule, little here, little there. But these leaders are not children. They should grasp, should understand, and they should teach. And you have here rules of do's and don'ts, but selectively, what they want, a little here, a little there, but no spirit behind it. God speaks to them, he gives them good news. He says, for with stammering lips and another tongue, he will speak to this people to whom he said, this is the rest with which you may cause the weary to rest. He will tell them the rest for the weary. This is the refreshing. How can you be refreshed? How can you find rest for your souls? This is the gospel. This is the good news. Yet what? The end of verse 12, yet they would not hear. Same thing Paul quotes. Um, he shortens it in verse 21 of chapter 14. In the law it is written, with men of other tongues and other lips, I will speak to this people. And yet for all that, they will not hear me, says the Lord. That's from the scripture here. He leaves out the part about the gospel because we know about the gospel in 1 Corinthians. To whom he said, this is the rest with which you may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear, but the word of the Lord to them is, do to do, do to do, rule on rule, rule on rule, little here, little there, that they may go and fall backward and be broken, snared, and caught. It sounds childish what they teach, what they say. It doesn't give real understanding. And you have here the preach of the good news, the rejection of the good news, and it sounds very much like the Pharisees and the religious leaders, Caiaphas and Annas and the Sanhedrin of Jesus' day. Do and do, do and do, rule on rule, line on line, little here, little there, take what you want, and that's all the word of God is to them and they don't receive the spirit of it, they don't hear about the refreshing, they don't hear the rest for the weary. Matter of fact, they pile burdens upon the people and make them even wearier. Here Paul, the scripture Paul's quoting from, from Isaiah, Isaiah is giving the people a vision of what would happen when the good news is preached 700 years later. Jesus says in John chapter 5, and verse 39, you search the scriptures, he tells the Jewish leaders, for in them you think you have eternal life, and these are they which testify of me, but you are not willing to come to me that you may have life. 
that you may have refreshing, that you may have relief. Rather, you search these scriptures line by line. You tell the people, do, do not, selectively as it benefits you. A very shallow understanding, childish in understanding, but not innocent with the child's heart. If you read on here, you see how this understanding, this lack of understanding, without any of the fullness of the Spirit, and really that's what happens to Pharisaic Judaism from this point on, it decays into a really a rigid line-by-line -line, um, interpretation. You know some of the orthodox laws that are focused on without the Spirit, line-by-line, -line, but none of the Spirit of God. If you read on in Isaiah in verse 14, Therefore hear the word of the Lord of Yahweh, you scornful men, who, who rule this people who are in Jerusalem. Those who rule this people who are in Jerusalem. So it identifies who he's speaking about. Because you have said, we have made a covenant with death, and with Sheol we are in agreement, when the overflowing scourge passes through, it will not come to us, for we have made lies our refuge, and under falsehood we have hidden ourselves. Because you have said this, therefore thus says the Lord your God. And he goes on to say, Behold, I lay a stone in Zion, a stone for a foundation. This is the famous scripture, right? This is the context of it. A tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. Whoever believes will not act hastily, will never be dismayed, some of your translations will say. Also, I will make justice the measuring line and righteousness the plummet. This is different from the do and not do. This is the true justice and righteousness of God. The hail will sweep away the refuge of lies, and the waters will overflow the hiding place. Your covenant with death will be annulled, and your agreement with Sheol will not stand. When the overflowing scourge passes through, then you will be trampled by it. As often as it goes out, it will take you, for morning by morning it will pass over. And by day and by night, it will be a terror just to understand the report. For the bed is too short to stretch out on, and the covering so narrow that one cannot wrap himself in it. For the Lord will rise up as at Mount Perazim. Perazim, that's when David defeated the Philistines. He will be angry as in the valley of Gibeon. That's when Joshua defeated the five Amorite kings, and the sun stood still for a day, and hail rained down on the Amorites that he may do his work, his awesome work, and bring to pass his act, his unusual, his strange, literally his foreign act. Now therefore do not be mockers, mockers lest your bounds be made strong, for I have heard from the Lord God of hosts a destruction, literally a complete end. There is an end, is determined even upon the whole earth. You scornful men, you mockers, you scoffers, you who rule Jerusalem, you have said we have made a covenant, covenant with death and with Sheol, we are in agreement, so nothing's going to happen to us. We have protection, we have lies and falsehood to protect ourselves. 
Jesus says in Matthew chapter 23, in Matthew chapter 23 and verse 13, But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut up the kingdom of heaven, you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men, for you neither go in yourselves, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. They shut off the kingdom. They make a contract with Sheol and the grave. They make a contract with death. They keep people bound in death and Hades. And they use their lies and their falsehoods as their protection. And what a picture you get of Caiaphas and Annas and the Sanhedrin. Protecting themselves, they feel, from the Romans and having this political system so that even if the report of a grave that's empty comes to them, even if the report that men are speaking in languages, the Galileans are uneducated speaking in languages that all of Israel knows from the diaspora, nothing will move them because they feel, well, nothing can hurt us. We protected ourselves. We trust in ourselves. It's like that Tower of Babel, but it will not. God's going to do a work. I lay in Zion my stone, my cornerstone, my tried stone, precious stone. Who is that? The stone which the builders rejected, Jesus Christ. Justice the measuring line, righteous to plummet, and you'll be swept away in your lies. For all they thought they could do to protect their system, did it work past 70 AD? No, they were destroyed, right? It'll be a flood. Morning by morning will pass over you. The report of it will bring you terror, and you can't cover yourself. Your, your covering's too short. Your bed's too short. That lie you think is hiding you, that cover is too narrow. Because when God works, it's like when David destroys the Philistines. It's like when the sun stays still at Joshua's command. And his work of salvation, Jesus Christ, will result because of their rejection in Israel being destroyed. They missed the cornerstone, the true stone, the tried and precious stone. Our shelter, our tower, cannot be our lies, our falsehoods, our confidence in ourselves and what we can do. Our shelter and our tower is the house built by God based on the foundation stone of Jesus Christ. He is the glory. He is the crown. And the only protection, the only true refuge we have is in him. And those who believe in him will never be dismayed. They'll never be hurried. They'll never be rushed. They'll never be made to run before the enemy. Amen. And there will come an end. There is a destruction, verse 22, determined for the whole world. Now, in the middle of this gospel message about the righteous one, the just one, who will bring rest for the weary, refreshing, that will be rejected by religious leaders who are as those who vomit and cover the table with uncleanness, who have this form of godliness of do and do, rule by rule, little here, little there, but will not receive what is taught them, and so they fall backward and they're caught and broken and snared. You have in verse 11, when he talks about his judgment upon them, for with stammering lips and another tongue, he will speak to this people. 
stammering lips. Some of your translations will say foreign lips and strange tongue. Same thing. That word can mean stammering, can mean foreign, a different tongue. God will speak to this people the gospel of rest, yet they, what is their reaction? They would not hear. What a prophecy. And you think about it, other languages being spoken to Israel, you have the Tower of Babel reversed. Because all sin, even Israel, all fall short of the glory of God. And Messiah, we're told later on in chapter 42 and verse 6, it says, I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles, even to the Goyim. In chapter 49, in chapter 49 and verse 5, and now the Lord says, who formed me from the womb to be his servant, this is Messiah, to bring Jacob back to him so that Israel is gathered to him. For I shall be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and my God shall be my strength. Indeed, he says, it is too small a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved ones of Israel. I will also give you as a light to the Gentiles that you should be my salvation to the ends of the earth. Our Sunday message is live-streamed on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle YouTube channel at 10.30 a.m. Pastor Greg is currently teaching on Last Day Events, and you will find a link to the channel on our website at www.shiarjeshub.org.